fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. My name is Matt, and this is Sandy, and this is episode 17 of the Hotbox for Tuesday, August 17th, 2010. It's only episode 17. It should be 18. I know. I know. That's my fault, and I'm sorry. I had... It, it was a whole series of unfortunate events. A rigmarole? Much like the bio that I wrote us for the Montana Connect magazine. How did that end up anyway? Like, is that cool? Was it too long? I, I wrote I, like a 500-word essay. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard. I'm assuming it's fine. Is it, is it cool, Montana Connect? Is she even here yet? Where I is she? I don't think she's here yet. But anyway, I apparently got my name on the flyer for this show that was on Saturday because my roommate, Sean, whom I rap with, was like, oh yeah, we'll do the show, and when it when it's we, it's him and me. And usually my name's not on the flyer, it's just like either his name, and I'm, I just kind of tag along, you know, holding on to the coattails. You're as an you will. extra. Extra, basically. I'm a stand-in. A stand-in hip-hop artist. But then he ended up ditching town. And he, like, texts me. He's like, oh, yeah, and make sure you go to that show on Saturday. Which, and I also, if you listen to the last episode of The Jam Hole, I also did a show on his behalf <laughs> on uh, Friday. Or, no, on Thursday it was. Wow, you're working a Casey's. lot for him. I know. You know how much I've made doing this? Hmm. Nothing. I'd like to say maybe some respect. No, Nothing. Good business decision. A, a pain in my butt. I know. I need to start like coming at this with the the business model <laughs> mindset. Like, how is this going to make me money? Oh, this isn't going to make me money. Well, I'm not going to be there then. From now on. Yeah, that might be good if you're trying to make money off of a career. Right. Well, and yeah, I mean, I guess it's just a dumb hobby, but it it needs to start or screw it. But so I yeah. maybe set up some boundaries too, where Sean isn't booking shows for you on my behalf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I told him before we even before he moved in here, I was like, podcast, that's first. Hip hop is just a stupid hobby that we do or that I do. You can take it as seriously as you think you need to. And then Saturday happened. And then Saturday happened, and I felt <laughs> bad because, like, my name was actually on the flyer with his, and I was like, God damn it, now I, I have to do this, I suppose. So, but I'm sorry, that will never happen again. I will never take the stupid hip-hop show over a podcast from my living room. Which, by the way, it is so effing hot in here. It is not. It is warm. It is very toasty. Like it's marshmallow weather in here right now. Now I'm glad like, we that we could do some s'mores. We could. I'm glad that you're here to experience this. Most people, if you listen to podcasts, you'll listen like in the summertime. All of the hosts from all of the shows are like sitting in a puddle of their own disgusting, filthy sweat, and they always make it known. They're always like, "It's so freaking hot in here," uh. and like I never appreciated that until I started doing a podcast from my house. And like computers, they're heaters. 
Like, if I lived in the Antarctic, I'd be A-okay. No Grow problem. Grow lights or heaters also. What are... Oh, yeah. Grow lights are bad. Bad heaters. But so, I'm, I'm glad that you're here to experience that. Like, it's not just podcasters. Us, it's not us being whiny. Like, it's like 180 degrees in here. This is a sauna. This is the Finland sauna competition. And it I'm about to die. It is pretty warm. It is. Um, I just got a message from Heidi and she's going to try to, you know, tune in Montana Connect. Awesome. She's going to try to make it. She did say, though, that um, anybody, we're going to be doing a story in Montana Connect magazine. And we're also going to have a little Addy in there. For the show? Uh Uh-huh. Sweet deal. And she's still taking more ads, too. So if anybody wants to submit anything to Montana Connect, call 406-594-7932 or email info at (laughs) mtconnectmagazine.com. Info Info at mtconnectmagazine.com. mtconnectmagazine.com. Yup, yup. Info at... Info at. Got it. Awesome. Thank so, you. Yes. Thank you, Montana. So what did, what did you do? Did it feel weird? Like, I've never really missed a podcast episode. Like, for the jam hole, I, I think maybe we missed one. I don't think we've missed any, but I know yes, I would Yes, you have. Have we missed one? Yes, you okay. have. Okay. So I felt weird then. Did you feel weird on Saturday? Like, I should be doing a podcast right it now. It did. It was like, I felt a little odd because I was like, huh, I usually talk more right about now. <laughs> did you feel weird, like, going and on Facebook? Like, I, I called in sick. I don't want to be seen on Facebook. I should well, be like, in bed or something. Well, like, I went on there and I posted something about us not doing the show and then, like, immediately get a comment. Like, <laughs> boo. And Thank I was like, you. oh, <laughs> sad. Don't blame me. I'm, like, trying to figure out how to nicely blame you without actually like blaming you i probably could have you could have came by the show and i could have probably gave you the keys and been like you know you can go and you know how to turn yeah, all this stuff right, on, right? i would have sat here <laughs> and then like so guys <laughs> how's it going You're like can anybody hear me is this thing on I think I hit record over there, but I don't know if it works over here. <laughs> well, we are back, and this does make the uh, live show at the Roach Market, episode 26. Yes. Which I feel a little bit more positive about. 26 is a nice, even number. Exactly. Those odd numbers. They're just uncomfortable. They make it feel weird. I have to go to sleep at like an even interval. Otherwise, forget it. I'm up all night. I have to, um, when I turn volumes on things, it has to be an even number. That's too. right. It's weird. You're a weirdo. I, I know. I should be on What's that What's the volume show. at right now? Probably 75 for each of the computers. <laughs> That's weird. So uh, we got an email here uh, from one of our listeners. I'm not sure. I guess we can just call him Burger. Uh, he's a listener of both of our podcasts. He says, I thought this might be a good subject to talk about on the podcast. Sorry if you already talked about it. I missed a few uh, blah, blah, blah. I had a pre-employment drug test. I was a heavy smoker but quit everything. I took an at-home test and passed it. And for being at least 43 days clean, so that's like a month and a half about, mm-hmm. 43 days clean, uh, I thought I was all good to go. Uh, I really think the cutoff level is 50 or excuse me, I really think it was yesterday I got called by the doctor in charge of the testing and told me that I failed. Did, did he, like, call you up and was like, Burger, epic fail. Click. 
They usually call and then they're like, yes, um, we received the test results back. And unfortunately, you've test positive for THC. So you'll be contacted by your place of employment. Like, unfortunately, man, I've been smoking since like eight o'clock when I was like 10 years old. I know somebody who failed a drug test. Really? And I, I got to listen to the message and everything. Like, they don't tell you in the message that you failed, but they're like, we need you to contact the office immediately. And you know right then. You're like, oh, crap. Like, should I even call? I know what happened. But that sucks, though, that, like, you you can, I mean, I, I guess you can drink and, you know, not worry about not getting jobs, even though it's a little more detrimental to your health or whatever. And uh, alcoholics are not the best kinds of people to have as your employees. I'd rather have potheads than alcoholics. Yeah, but if you, but they don't test for alcohol when they do that testing. Well, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing that that's weird that you can totally get away with this one drug. That's like totally messing your system up. But then this other drug that's really just living with you. It's a symbiotic relationship. I'm not hurting you. You're not hurting me. And then, like, that decides whether or not you're going to have work, which you have to do to make money, which you have to have to survive the way we've set everything up for mm-hmm. ourselves here. This, that just, that sucks. I feel your pain, man. Uh, so he says, the doctor said, I failed. The quick test cutoff level is 50, uh, whatever the units are. We're not sh- Are we sure what the units are? No. He says, for the lab, it's 20, and I had a 42. So the quick test cutoff level is 50. And he had a 42, which is why the quick test said he was okay. Uh-huh. But the lab is more precise, and that cutoff level is 20. So is this like parts per million in your Pro- blood? It's or? probably something like that. It's probably just so that they can narrow down how long it's been since you've smoked. I'm not sure how they figure that out, though, because I would think 20 would put you within, like, a couple of weeks. If he stopped for 43 days, then, I mean, that seems well, like... Well, I don't think it's a time frame. I think it's a unit of, uh, like, soluble well, measurement. Well, it is a they unit draw your of blood. measurement, but they can get an idea of how long it's been since you smoked based on that unit right, of measurement. Right. Because if you've smoked recently, your number's going to be way high. So this is a urine test, not blood? Probably. So it's got to be dissolved THC in parts per yeah. million in a solution of your pee-pee. And THC binds to your fat cells. So, like, someone who has very low fat content in their body can drink a lot of water and probably test clean within a week or two, whereas someone who has a little more weight on them right. would need more time. Well, and that's what he said. He said, uh, I had a 42. He told me I could have the sample retested. I called the lab and they said in 17 years, they haven't had a false positive and it would cost me $200. I'm not all that fat, 5'10", 190 pounds. And uh, he came down for the first jam hole live show. And yeah, he's, he's like built like I am kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, a little taller, but, uh, yeah, 5'10", 190. I'm on meds, but none that would affect the lab tests. And I asked him what he was on it, and I don't know if he wants out there, but, it, yeah, it's nothing that would, like, yeah. these meds would show up as their own if they were to test for him. It's yeah. nothing like a narcotic or anything, so... Uh, I also called my shrink, and they said that the lab test was very accurate. <laughs> I was curious... <laughs> 
I was curious. I like how you glossed over everything, but but that, I I called my shrink. Right. Hmm. Well, that narrows down which medications are probably on that list. Can you take a guess? I'll tell you. I would if I if I had to guess. I think I would have gotten at least one of those right. Uh, yeah, they said the lab test was very accurate. Uh, I was curious if you know of anyone that has had their test redone. Was the result any different? Do you know of anyone getting a false positive with the lab test? Could there be something wrong with my system that would cause it taking so long to get out? And more to the point, I'm just trying to warn people that just because you passed a quick test, you might still not pass a lab test. It can take a very long time to get the THC out of your system. See, I usually try to base it on six to eight weeks. Now, see, when I was younger, when I was 17 or 18, I went to work for Alamon Telco, and you would pay money, and you would take a three-week class. At the end of that class, you take a drug test. You pass the drug test. They give you a job. They place you, and you make the money back from the class in, like, your first two weeks of pay. You get paid every week. And so all of us, me and, like, five or six of my friends, we all went and did this, and we were all smoking weed like every day from high school till that point probably and we all quit about a month or two beforehand Mm -hmm. and then did the class the whole three weeks we were in class we stayed clean so we were probably all clean for about two to three months total and actually i learned after the fact that a few of my friends had been cheating and were smoking weed and it sucked because like we would all get off a class and go home and we'd usually blaze and play nintendo or something we're all like Nintendo's not that fun anymore. <laughs> I'm not stoned. But um, the last, like, two days of class, everybody had, like, gallon jugs of water in there with them. And we were all, like, just drinking. We drained, like, four of their water jugs just mm-hmm. between, like, the five or six of us. And all of us passed our tests. So I don't know if it's because we made that last ditch rush of just super flushing our systems. Like, regardless of how fat you are, if you flush enough water through your system and you're, you know, you stay clean for well, a while, it will get out about of About how old is Burger? Uh, I think he's like my age, almost 30, maybe a little older. Well, see, as you get older, too. No, no, yeah, he is a bit older, I think. As you get older, your metabolism and stuff slows down, so that may have a little bit to play in with it, too, because when we were in high school... Yeah, that's true. Our bodies processed things a lot faster. Right, and we as, were all younger yeah. when we did this. Uh, yeah, I can so see And so when you get older, it's going to it's gonna take a minute for your body to process it, you know, a little bit longer, but it shouldn't be like a hell of a lot longer right i would think at least uh mds says the worst for burger is he just wasted 43 days of his life not effed up (laughs) that's awesome the good news is now he has time to come out to cali for the 404 show that's true you don't have that pesky job I, i guess you probably don't have any pesky money to get a train ticket again this year but yeah i guess that that sucks so do you do you know of anyone that's ever like these lab this is like some csi stuff like these labs are for real like accurate they do like dna testing accuracy they're sending it off i mean right this isn't the field test that the cops do or the the paper test like this will tell you everything and in parts per million or whatever their units are right it's accurate this This, is science yeah this is way more in depth than even those those uh clinics here in town where you can go and pee in the cup and they just dipstick you 
You know, they let you know. Those are the quick tests, aren't they? Yeah, They're the those dips are the, It's either yeah or no. Yeah, those are the urine quick tests. And those are the same ones usually that they sell over the counter at like Walgreens and stuff. Right, right. That's like what probation officers use because right. they're not going to pay the money because the lab tests are expensive for sure. Right. Usually the only people who have their urine sent off are people who are getting jobs that are like, you know, you Or have military stuff. Military or, or right. if you're on federal parole. If right. you've been in prison and you're on parole and you have to report to an officer, normally they'll ask that your tests get mailed off also because you're under a little bit more scrutiny than the average parolee. Right. This isn't like a job to go work at a cell phone store or something. Right. You know? right. Well, I mean, even like I applied at a grocery store here in town years back and they had me do a drug test because, you know, you can't lift cereal if you've been smoking. <laughs> right. And, uh, Stay away from the snacks aisle. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> and I mean, they just dipsticked it because they just want to know whether or not you're currently yeah. using. They don't care if you used a month ago. Right, right. You know. We're not doing forensics here. Yeah. We need to know right Those, now, are you high right now? The ones that get mailed off normally, though, yeah, you don't really have you a... You can't fake those. Right. Right. That's usually something where they can even test to see if you have ingested any. Yeah, masking agents. They've even started testing to see if your um, body is overly hydrated because they can tell if you've been chugging just straight water constantly. So if it comes out as you're overly hydrated, but there's no marijuana in your system, can they make you, I mean... Well, they can't really prove anything, but they can still ask you to retest or something because they'll like say, oh, we had, you know, inconclusive results. Right, right. You uh, had water, actually. You were peeing water. Peeing water all day long. So, yeah, I mean, they, they do test. I mean, Golden Seal, I know, back in the day was the big one. Niacin, we were in, do, you, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah. I remember, like, coming to my friend's house, and, like, three of them were all sitting around the table, like, red as F, just so flushed and, like, itchy and, like, burning up. And I was like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we got job interview. We're trying to detox. <laughs> like, wow, dude, that looks Awful. Yeah. Well, and I know people who've tried the whole bleach and water scenario. I that cannot, did not go well. I'm not going to. I don't care how dilute the bleach is. Like, that just doesn't sound like a good idea. Bleach is very caustic. I don't even like getting it on my hands at work. It makes my hands so dry. Like, I don't want that anywhere near the inside of me. I know. Well, and the person that I know, he actually got really, really sick from it and had to... Uh, you know, go to the hospital because, you know, you're you're not supposed to ingest that. It says it right on the effing bottle. <laughs> right. Listen to the bottle, you know. Um, but they've got a variety of different things you can do to cover it. But yeah, when they get when they send it, if it's it a off, lab, you better just quit yeah. smoking or rethink your choices in life. And and I usually, I mean, even back in the day, I always gave myself six to eight weeks. That was my idea for how long I probably needed to make sure everything was out of my system completely. Right. And depending on what it's for. Like I've like I said before, I've turned down jobs on the fact of you're going to drug test me. I don't want that job that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and I understand the older you get, you might not have the the nice luxury of being like, well, I'm just going to live at mom's house and sell weed still you know well, if you have a family to support maybe you should just quit smoking and get the job and then yeah you know. 
if and it comes down to it. It sucks that it has to come down to that, but you got to do what you yeah, got to do. Yeah, you've got to. And I mean, you know, they don't take excuses either. When you test positive, they don't listen to the whole, I was in a car with some friends who lit up a pipe and, and, oh. Sorry, the cat is taking liberties walking where she knows she's not supposed Whoa. to be. No! Okay. <laughs> they don't listen to those excuses whatsoever. They know those are full of caca, and you are not going to test that high positive. If you're sitting in a car with people smoking and you do test positive... That's the dumbest excuse. That's because it was sent off to a lab. It yeah. was not a dipstick test at right. all. And we actually... There was a postman here in Kalispell that was um, threatening to refuse to deliver to one of the clinics... Because he thought he would test positive smelling the <laughs> odor of the marijuana, not the smoke awesome. product, just the odor of the sweet green deliciousness. That's awesome. Was going to force him you to have test to come positive. Out, you have to come outside and get your mail. Ah. Right. But you know what does test positive that a lot of people don't know are the, the false positives are showing up in those um, roadside test kits that officers yeah, use. Yeah, we, we should talk about that for a minute here. This is kind of messed up, and I don't know that that many people know about this. Now, keep in mind, this isn't sent off to the lab test. This is when you get pulled over and the police... What, what do they do? It's like a, it's not a pee in this, is it? No, this is one of those test kits where they drop the sample into the little packet they break a vial they shake it up but do they make you pee right there no no what happens is they're just testing the substance that they're catching you with oh and they're testing to see if it's testing positive for marijuana at all right right so the um like if you have a container in your car and something smells like weed, they'll use that this test in that container right exactly see if there's any residue um, the story that I was looking at actually cites a really good example. Um, uh, it says, raised in Montana and a resident of Alaska for 18 years, Robin Ray Brown, 48, always made time to explore in the wilderness. On March 20th, she parked her pickup truck outside Florida, hiked off the beaten path into the canal. Um, she looked around at nature and everything. She had a, um, a small clay pipe and what's called a smudge stick. And a smudge stick is basically just a bundle of sage, sweet grass, and lavender. It's and like you the can, stuff they sit there and let burn at AA meetings. Right. Ugh. You can you can buy them in a lot of different little novelty shops right. or, you know, like the Hallmark kind of places where they carry a lot of the potpourri-ish stuff, you know? Um, and she actually bought it at an airport gift shop in New Mexico, Right. So she went out there, she uh, she loaded this smudge stick into a pipe and did her little ritual of praying and smoking it and everything. She was and, smoking the sage in the... Well, it was this ritual to let it go up into oh, right. the Not heavens. Like, right, she wasn't like okay. rolling a J. Right. But anyways, so as it started to get dark, she went back to her truck and when she got there, there were actually a couple officers there. They um they started asking her about what she was doing. She said she was bird watching. They asked for her binoculars, and when she opened the bag, they saw the pipe and the smudge right. stick. So they asked if it was marijuana. She said no. They pulled out this test kit, which is actually, it's called the Duquinas Levine or DL test. Right. Okay. 
the result ended up being positive for marijuana. You know, I bet this is the first time those cops have been, like, they've done that, and the person they were about to arrest said no, and it really wasn't pot. Well, yeah. But then they test it, and it shows up positive anyway. Like, that's so crazy. How well, often? and they said it smelled like marijuana. Okay, marijuana can smell like hay. Marijuana smell smells like, like grass. A, yeah, it can dude. smell like berries. Yeah. I mean, it can smell like a lot I've of I've had things. weed that smelled like Pez candy before. Yeah, dude. I've had it smell like Fruit Loops. Yeah, totally. Straight up Fruit Loops. But, like, I, sage and all, like, I hate that smell so bad for some It's so gross. Yeah, and I don't know if maybe the sweet grass and the lavender like add to that. Well, and in lavender, they actually you you should plant that if you're trying to cover up the smell of a grow. Really? Because it's a really floral flower, you know. But um, so, I'm a fan of the lavender body washes. Yeah, <laughs> they are nice. They are nice. Um, she protested. She, you know, explained to them that they could buy it. She even told them what website to go to to did find she it online. Show them the receipt. I'm sure she did not have. She that should right have there. kept the receipt. After an hour and a half, they finally let her go home and told her that if lab tests confirmed the field test results, We're coming a to get warrant you. would be issued for her arrest. We're coming to get you. 90 days later, she was arrested at the spa Whoa. she works in as a massage therapist. 90 days later? Yes. Where she did was, you take this test to get tested at? Like, well, see, Amsterdam? that's the thing. Three is months? They arrested her. She was charged with felony possession of marijuana. She was brought to the police precinct. They she went to booked. her work. Yeah, she was held for three oh, wow. hours. She posted a $1,000 bail. And you know what? Three months later, you know she totally forgot about that. She assumed probably that they tested it. They figured out that it wasn't because it wasn't. Like, to her... It's a non-issue. She's like, oh, clearly it's a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. They'll get it tested. Problem solved. And especially after, you know, 88 days, 89 days, you're totally not thinking about that. And then all of a sudden, like, cops Boom, just roll into your work and nowhere. you're under arrest. How embarrassing right. for her. That's well, sad, Well, and then dude. she had to go through being booked, strip searched, photographed, the whole nine, nice. right? She went through blood and urine testing, which both came back negative for marijuana. Oh, wow. So she wasn't she, even a smoker at all. Right. Oh, that's I mean, she had up, worked dude. in the transportation system for 16 years. Wow. She couldn't. Right, right. So finally, she goes through all of this, and then she finds out they never sent it off for testing. They were just relying on this Are you DL serious? test. That was it. What did they wait 90 days for? For Probably her to Probably to hope she would forget. Or and to make what, it not, seem like they sent it off. But then when she found out that it wasn't ever, you know, even sent off for testing, then she really how started did she to find, find it. Did they tell her that? Like, no, oh, we actually I'm didn't sure send she, it off. I'm sure she asked because if you know that it's not marijuana, yeah, that's you're going to want right. to see the proof that there was marijuana there. And yeah. then you're going to want to go after the shop you bought it at. Yeah, for sure. Because they just got you in trouble. Yeah, dude. And that's, you just smoked you just, marijuana. You just got me arrested. You, that's the equivalent of us hanging out at the bar and you slipping a Mickey in my drink. Right. Like, that's messed up. Well, and see, this is what actually helped spur this story that was written about this. Because this test was developed back in the 1930s. It was really, it's really started being used in the 1960s and 1970s. Of course. But all of Darn this testing hippies. has been done since then to prove that there's actually 12 to 20 different 
plants and oils that can test positive for marijuana in this <laughs> test. That's not a very accurate test. No, Sucret throat lozenges test positive for marijuana like in this a bunch field of, test. A bunch of legal substances are testing as an illegal substance. Then you can't even really call that a test. Like, that's not a test. That's a lie. It's a lie in a box. Right. And there's that, if actually, that's not reliable at all. And there's actually... I'm, this is a really widely used test, too. This that's isn't like, just like a little police precinct here in Florida and one over there in Maine uses it. This is like U.S. all, all of them the officers, are using it. That's scary, dude. And so, I mean, this is an example of why if you know you shouldn't be in trouble, you need to fight the system. Right. The system is not always right. Exactly. But how many people have been imprisoned because the test showed positive and they had no way of proving it? Right. Or they can't afford a lawyer or, you know, that probably happens more times than not. This girl was actually had enough money to afford a lawyer who was able to help her get the research needed and get away, you know, get through all of the court proceedings and everything and, right. and not get charged with felony marijuana possession. But how many people have gone to jail for it that she Oh, I'm have? sure. Countless. So why, if they know clearly, like who has stock in the company that makes these things that we're still using this? Like this is that's ridiculous. I know. Well, and see, it's it's um one of those things that they're constantly trying to say no, it's safe to use, it's safe to use. Right. And they have these tests, these uh, you know, store these scientists that examine it and then they release these stories saying, "Oh yeah, it it definitely works." But since the 1960s, all of these other tests have proven otherwise. Right. They've actually have had tests that recommend that something be printed on the packaging that explains... This is for entertainment use only? That it should not be a definitive reasoning. And some states have actually passed laws that say that if a cop does a roadside test and it's positive, that's enough to take you to court over it. Wow. How do you fight that if you don't have money? It's a waste of my time is what that is. You work for me, officer. Come on. Let's remember that. Right. Well, that sucks, man. Like, I mean, obviously the research and the tests have been done and they show that. So you you test a substance and it comes up positive for marijuana. Then you have to get out your sucrets. Your su- what are they called? Sucrets. Sucrets. Your sucrets test. And test it and make sure it doesn't come up positive for your mint candies. And then, you know, test for whatever else it might also be that's legal before you go arresting people. Before you go busting doors down into where they work at 90 days after the fact... Well, and this- like I'm bored today. What do you want to do? Hey, you remember that lady we, we hassled three months ago? Let's go pay her a visit. Yeah, like where your mind is, partner. Uh, that's messed up. Well, yeah, and this is just another example of people not caring whether or not what they're doing is right. They just want that conviction. They want that yeah. little tally on their that record. That little paycheck. 
that, you know, they busted someone for marijuana who honestly, even if she was smoking marijuana, who the F cares? She was in the middle of the desert. Right. She wasn't like standing in the middle of a preschool. She or was anything. doing prayers. Come on. I mean, at least uh, I mean, who called you? Was somebody sitting outside with binoculars, like yeah, that's watching weird too, the desert? Huh? The, she was out. Yeah, she wasn't like in a uh, a residential area of any kind. Like that's she like was one out- of those things, like out here when you come back at Lone Pine and like the yeah. park rangers like walking around. You're like crap. He's Smell looking at my car. Some. Yep. <laughs> He's gonna start asking questions soon. That's crazy that, and I, I just can't get over the fact that they, like, rolled into her work three months later. Like, wow, guys, are you, do you have nothing else to do there at all? So, what what are some, does it say what some of the other substances are? Um, it, well, yes, it goes on, well, this page, this is a three-page long story. I know, story. I see that. So, I mean, it goes on to talk about all the different tests that they've done and the different results that they got. Some showed positive for, you know, certain people just tested like spices and herbs that you find in your kitchen. And some of those tested positive. Then they tested over-the-counter medications. Some of those tested positive. I mean, when you get more than a couple of things that are testing positive for this, that that isn't alone. what the test is for. Yeah, that alone yeah. should... Okay, if this like, was a cool. pregnancy test on an, the market, yeah, right. they would throw it out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so it shows I'm pregnant if I put Coca-Cola on it and root beer and Sprite. Be like, by the way, and we water. have a lot of false false positives with this That's test. Right. So just because it says you're pregnant, don't take our word this for it. This is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. That's that's you're doing no better than going to a psychic and being like, will will this come back as we is this weed or not? And the psychic's like, nah, man, this is weed. This is not weed. Yeah. Come on. I know. So these tests are out there. So if you do get stopped and you know it's not marijuana, ask them what they tested it with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Robin said, I am just now willing to share this story because it was embarrassing and I didn't want to worry my family and friends. Uh, after some serious thought, she recently decided to file a lawsuit for wrongful arrest. I would like to see them stop using the bogus field tests and to improve their procedures at the county crime lab. I uh, would like the public to be aware of the faulty field tests. Yeah. Yeah, that's messed up, especially when it's it it has to do with this is your life and like sh- how is she going to go? I mean, I'm sure she did, but th- that's so embarrassing to go back into work after the cops come in there and arrest you. Like that's so embarrassing, I'm sure. Like, maybe not for kids our age. We don't Well, and it was a spa, too. I mean, if she got arrested at McDonald's, she probably could have come back and everyone would have laughed and high-fived. Yeah, right. Like, dude, that was so cool. This is like a spa where, like, you get arrested and the whole town is going to hear about it and you're going to be embarrassed. You know, it's one of those jobs. Yep. Well... I just hope that they do that. I don't. That's what I don't get about it. Is why are they still on the market? Why are they still being used? Like, who's benefiting from these still in place besides the company that makes them? The company that makes them. 
But see, it's all, it's that big circle of life. It's the same thing with marijuana. If the right people got the right funding for marijuana being legalized, it would be oh, legalized yeah. tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. The right people are making the right money off of this, right. namely because of how many police stations are using it. Right, and they, they like that more times than not, the test comes up positive and we make an arrest. Right. Yeah, that's messed up. Well, they have quotas. That, that, that's yeah. why at the end of the month, you're more likely to get pulled over for speeding. They have quotas. They're supposed to. They're you do notice that, like crime. I always thought that was a rumor, or like an urban myth or whatever. But I do notice at certain times of the month, like uh, when they're on their periods, you will see like way more cops on our highways. Like our valley is kind of in the middle, and then when there's highways all around it, and some days I go like weeks without seeing any cops, and I drive for a living. Like I'm in the road. Every day. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, the last week, I will see cops on every highway every day, all day long. It's well, they're supposed just with people pulled over, like, constantly, all day. They have to constantly prove they are needed. It's a backward system. Right, right. It would be better for them. It's a bias. You go in with knowing that you need, your job depends on whether or not you arrest people, regardless right. of what for. Right. You don't get to sit there and say, you don't get to make those judgment calls, really. If you're under the gun to make your quota, you're going to arrest that person regardless of whether or not you think it was sage and sweet grass rolled up or whether you think it's marijuana. Right. You know, if it says positive, you're going to you're going to take them 90 days later from work. Well, let's uh, let's move on here. Speaking of getting arrested and having some trouble, we've had some celebrities in the news again. Dun 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 da Having a little cannabis possession problem. Who is our first contestant here? Miami Heat forward Udonis Haslim. Now, uh, this is a basketball player. Yup. Everybody in that league and every other sports league, like they all smoke weed, dude. Look at them. They came out of college because all they did was played ball in the hood. And, like, they don't even go to school, really. And they're in the NBA with all this money. Uh, yeah, they're all getting just wicked high. And yeah. You're, I don't Why? He's 30 years old. Nobody realizes how many celebrities and they sports all people do actually it. smoke But the it. thing is, the celebrities don't really realize that it's a problem because they're kind of not really above the law, but... They don't have to worry about it as much as normal people do. Well, they have throwaway friends. Exactly. They have people that get in trouble for them. But then when, when they do actually get arrested and get in trouble, it, I think it's kind of a wake-up call. And, I mean, granted, they don't do time ever. They just throw some money at it and problem solved. But I think the initial shock of it, you know, it makes them kind of like, oh, wow, I'm not completely untouchable. Like Kobe. Sometimes. You can't just go around raping white chicks. Or whatever he did, you know? Lindsay Lohan is a bad example. No, I said Kobe. Yeah, I know. Oh, right. Her too. Horrible example. So, yeah, he's the, the forward for the the Heat. You watch basketball at all? No. Me neither. Uh, thir- we don't have a basketball team. Here? In Montana. Like a, a national basketball Is that team. the only reason people watch sports is because they have a team where they live? Well, I don't think it's the only reason, but I think that's how it starts a lot of times. Are you that bored? I didn't pay attention to football until I lived in Denver for a while, and then I was like, ooh, look at the Broncos. I used to. When I was a kid and lived in California, my 
parents owned a few baseball card shops and I was like always in there and like I knew all the stats at the time for everything like prices for everything I just would sit around and like read all that stuff all day but then after like we moved up here I told like I I couldn't tell you anything of who's playing or what kind of cards there are anything like I do not I could not care less at all I think it's a distraction like they get paid so much money for playing a game like that seems weird yeah it's kind of like sad. a distracting entertainment. I can run like that, too. Where's my millions? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's 30. He was originally pulled over for speeding and illegal window tint. <laughs> I can't have that 5%, son. I know it looks nice on that new 300, but you can't have it. Gotta black out them windows. Mm-hmm. Santa music video. I bet the cop got out, too. He's like, Santa music video, boy. This is real life. Do you uh. think that he rolled down the windows and smoke came rolling out? Oh, you know it did. You know it did. Total snoop moment. Speeding down. Yeah, you ain't snoop dog, son. You ain't getting away with this. Come on. Uh, the officer said it was clear once he approached the vehicle that there was something else going on behind the doors of Haslacham's Mercedes. Uh, something else like... Like... Was there, there was, a prostitute in there? There was something else going on behind these doors. You mean like he was an African-American guy that uh, he just pulled over for like speeding? actually... With dark tint on the window. When he got out of the car and I retested the tint, it was actually legal. It was just... Okay. It was from that angle. Right. It looked a lot darker than right. it really but was. But now that you're not... Okay, great. Uh, according to Florida Highway Patrol... Spokesman, in addition to the traffic violations, both Hachslam and his passenger, Antoine Fleming. See a basketball player, too? Is that? Mm. I don't know. Uh, they were both arrested and charged for possession of the weed. You think he's got his card? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Hans Chlem was charged with one count of possessing more than 20 grams of marijuana, four counts of possessing drug paraphernalia with intent to use... The paraphernalia? <laughs> what is intent to use? Like, why do you have it? Um, gonna sell it? I, no, well, and he, I had, he got four accounts. Does that mean he had four different pipes? Bong, vape, papers, and probably, what's, steamroller? I don't know. Sure. I bet one was a crack pipe. Something. I mean, I don't want to be stereotypical. But you intent but. to use paraphernalia? Uh, apparently in Florida, yes. Wow. Like, what else were you going to do with that? I was going to use it. Oh, that's another charge. Should have stuck with, you will remain silent. Uh, and yeah, he it's had... It's a teaspoon. It's for measuring baking goods. That's right. Why is it burned on the bottom? Uh, it was cited for speeding and having the illegal window tint. Uh, in addition to Fleming, there were three other people in the car at the time of the traffic stop, and also that it took three searches for police and the drug dogs to discover the weed. Either you had that hidden well, or, or they were determined to they, find something. The on first you. two, they're like, "All right, there's nothing in here. Bring in the dogs and hand me that bag of weed. Foom, go get them, boy." Oh, and what's this? <laughs> we missed that under the seat. I don't know. You put it there. What is that? You're under arrest. <laughs> Yeah, can they search it three times? I would think that once would be more than enough. Well, was it like they searched it and then they stopped and they're like, okay, we didn't find anything. Now we're going to search it again? Or was it, were they just looking until you know, they found something? I've 
watched shows before where the cops have searched the car and they've been sitting there talking and one of them's like, I seriously, I smell it. I know it's here and I smell it. I just can't find it. And like they will. They'll like start pulling shit apart. Oh yeah, they like rip They'll your seats out and the, the funny thing is they won't help you put that stuff back together. No. Then they leave. Yeah. If they don't find nothing. Well, and then if they arrest you for what they do find, they leave everything the way they'd left it. Just oh, on yeah. the side of the road and then they'll be like, "Call your mom and have her get it towed or we'll tow it." You know? I mean, usually though they try to take it to the impound so they can search it again. Right. Because you know they search them all as soon as they and get And what's there. to stop them, really? I mean, like you said before, if the system depends on them making arrests, what's to say they won't search it and then put something there and be like, well, look what we found. Like, well, what's to stop them from never, doing that? You can never prove that that happened. No, exactly. It's You just have to know, like, the lady who we talked about earlier, like, she knew that that wasn't weed, you know? You, like, you would have to know. I know I didn't have anything in my car. She re- I haven't let my friends borrow it. I know for a fact. And they come at you with, you know, what's this? Well, she requested for it to be retested, too. I mean, usually if you're doing that, you're not... You don't have I'm not going to blow that much money if I know yeah. I'm... Like, if I'm just lying to you, I, I'm going to get retested. It's going to come back. Oh, look, positive. Wow, like, imagine that, you know. Okay, fine, you got me. Yeah, yeah okay. it was it. I just wanted to see if you'd really do it. Uh, he's been with the Heat for seven years, neither here nor there. Uh, and he was released from jail after posting 10,000 bail, of That's course. That's a lot of money they just got from him. Ten grand. Now, do they get to keep that money if... That's theirs, right? Bail money, that's all... I think that gets dispersed to the people that work in the courthouse somehow. Hmm. Well, not like the employees, but like the department. And you give them like a 10% gratuity will be added to all chance. Yeah. So who's our uh, next celebrity here that got in some trouble? Can we even Mr. call him... Mr. A... You Gotta Have Faith! Oh, George Michael. At least... I mean, I don't want to say at least, but... Better getting caught with weed than... Your pants down. Sure, sure. In a bathroom. Sure, absolutely. In a rest stop bathroom. (laughs) Completely inappropriate, George. Yeah, but you know. So he was charged uh, with possessing cannabis and driving under the influence of drink or drugs. Uh, Released from bail, of course. He's going to go to court. Of course. In case you didn't know or don't remember some of his hits, he was a Grammy Award winner at one time. They include Father Figure. Don't let the sun go down on me. (laughs) Uh, I I sadly know a lot of his music. I only know Faith. I was one of those people when he was around. I was like, oh, wow, he's got some cool, like, deep music. And then I got a little older, and I was like, ew. He's sold over a hundred million albums as a solo artist. That's it's a lot. He got busted because he he drove his he got into a car accident. That's how they stopped him. Whoops. Yeah, over in jolly old England. Oh, well, he's English, right? Oh yeah. Okay. He usually gets in trouble for a bit there. When he's got a new album coming out, hey guys, remember me? It's yeah. George. One of the comments here says, so he smokes trees. Who doesn't? Give the dude a break. Word. You're right. But, I mean, if if you're driving, I mean, we've all done it. We can all drive just fine when we're stoned. It's not good, I guess, to do for some reason because it's a drug and 
Like, I don't even like driving when I'm drinking soda. Like, that caffeine, I, I don't trust it, you know? It's a drug. I don't trust drugs while I'm behind the wheel. Ten and two. So serious when I drive. Seatbelt, ten and two. I'm usually... Mirrors, <laughs> checking mirrors. I go right down the list. I got a checklist right in the car. <laughs> you lie. You can get so stoned and drive and be just fine. Like, usually for real. Unless you're paranoid, so you're paying more attention. But granted, it does affect some people differently. And some people I can see get too paranoid and have full panties. Word. Full panic attack. FYI, they have changed the speed limit on the highway out by the airport. Found that little bit of info out this morning. What is it now? Driving to work. It's not 75 anymore? No. Really? 55 to the airport, 60 what? to the blue moon. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Do you know I felt like I was walking to work. That sucks, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. But enough about roads. Nobody else is going to know what we're talking I about. I know. No, I'm pissed. <laughs> Really? That's not going to make people stop rear-ending other people at that one light. That is, so, You know that's why they do it. Remember on, on the jam hole we talked about that? Two days in a row, there was that two accidents, the exact same accident. Car stop, another car, boom, right up the it's A. It's because of other people not paying attention when oh, they're driving. Well, so let's all drive five miles There's an hour a giant then. Flashing and never light like a mile before the light even that lets you know it's that red. That pisses up ahead. me off because I drive all the time for work and that sucks. And I get paid by the hour, but I can't stand going slow. Yeah, so I pay attention to road signs like everywhere that I go. So I noticed that this morning. I'm gonna morning, take them down. Usually, I'll take people, all the signs down. I'm sorry, I didn't see a speed limit pay, sign. <laughs> pay more attention when they are driving like that, as opposed to drinking and driving where you just don't give a f. Yeah, that's right. Be like, that oh, sucks. I don't know what I just hit, officer. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no way around that either. I mean, I guess you could go the other way, the long way around. But what? So when tourists come in and they keep getting accidents, we just keep lowering the speed limit. We're never going to get anywhere if we keep doing that. I know. That's so stupid. Good it job, is. city. It is. Wow, we've had another accident here. I guess 25 is too fast for everybody. Let's, uh, how's 10? I guess 10 sounds good. I guess maybe, you know, the fact that there is a speed limit was step one for them. <laughs> that pissed me off. I loved it when there was no speed limit here. Thank you, tourists, for also ruining that for me. Yeah. Driving reasonable in Montana a reasonable does not and mean one manner. ten in in the snow. <laughs> no, not in the snow. But you could do ninety and get away with it if it's a f- no problem. Straight away, yeah. Straight right. away. All right. Well, good luck, uh, celebrities. I'm glad people that can actually afford to get popped are getting popped. I yeah, guess. But check. I mean, this if the money out. has to come from somewhere, it should come from them. Like, don't give me a fine. I can't afford. I can't even make the server bill. Barely. I would still be in jail if I needed a ten thousand. I know. I'm bail. not. Yeah. I know. I would, I would call still, up everybody I yeah. know and still be like eight thousand dollars short. <laughs> oh man. I'd be sitting in there for the long haul. So it's a good thing they've got money. You know. MBS um, asks, uh, "Will Sandy be offering dispensary tours while we are there?" Uh, they're coming up for the Jam Hole uh, live of course, show. Of course, of course, people can stop it. Oh yeah. Come yes. on down. Bring your card. Oh, wait, you're from Florida. You guys don't have a card, do you? <laughs> you can look, but you can't touch. That's right. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we'll give you guys the grand tour of the establishment. There was a Colorado doctor who also got popped.
popped. While really? we're on the subject of people getting in trouble oh, for marijuana. While speaking of people getting popped. This is, well, this is just a little example of how undercover officers can trap you and get you in it without you really realizing that's happened, right? Ooh. This is like the shortest story ever. It's a paragraph long, nice. right? This doctor saw two undercover agents who explained to him that they had been involved in motor vehicle accidents. What? He marked that he was prescribing them medical marijuana for pain. He was arrested because they never actually said they were looking for it for pain. He assumed because they had been in vehicular accidents, they probably wanted to use it for pain. Right. So he got arrested. What did for, they want to use it for? They didn't actually say. They just went and talked to him about that they had been in in vehicle accidents and that they needed to get their medical marijuana cards. And he so was like, "Okay." He did. And so now he's being charged with two counts of forgery of a government Whoa. document and attempting to influence a public servant. Who what? Yeah. Wow. Who is the public servant? I think it was the undercover officers or something, but I don't know for sure. But Oh, he, he wrote... Okay, I'm sorry. I, I totally didn't hear that part. So they were undercover cops that went in. Right. Okay. As a sting operation. But because they didn't actually physically say they needed the card for pain. Well, isn't that entrapment? They just said that they were wreck. in a... They were what in does car wreck imply? Can you not make implications like that? Like, do they have I to straight up say? I thought he was a doctor say? and he was allowed to do that. I thought he was allowed to make a medical opinion based right. on the information You're coming to he me. was given. That's entrapment. I don't know. I mean, that seems really entrappy, right. if you ask me. But that's in Aurora, that's Colorado. Up, dude. I mean, that is crazy, That's way crazy, crazy stuff. So if that's- you're a doctor, you need to make it perfectly clear. Why do you want your card? Please check one of these boxes. Check all well, that apply type of thing. That's why when I talk to people, if someone comes into my shop that I don't know, it's not that I'm like a prude, you know, B word to them. Right, right. Or anything. I'm totally oh, nice we can to say everybody that comes in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm totally nice to everybody that comes in the shop. It's just I do have to be careful. If I don't know you, I'm careful how I talk to you and right, what information right. we discuss because I don't know if you're looking to entrap me on something. Nope. Yep, you got to be be careful right. for sure i get people that come in and they're like can i just see what you have and i always have to ask them for a card because i'm like right i'm gonna tell you yes and then the feds are gonna swarm in and be like you offered to sell ah. you said yes you would show them what you have that's an offer to sell here you go yeah that's that's Jail crazy time. they can twist and manipulate anything so speaking of uh, getting cards guess who's Getting their card in the mail finally. Someone's legal. Oh, this guy. And I have to say, the whole process, very painless. The doctor I went and saw was very impressed with the length of my medical records. She's like, most people come in here like they either don't really have much or they, they're they not like well documented. Either my doctors were like on point with what they were doing or something, but... She was like, thank you so much for having such extensive medical records. I've seen a little bit of everything because I always get people that come in and they're like, will this work? Dude, I've, my medical records are like that thick. 
from oh. back in like the aughts, the early aughts. I had a guy come in one time that literally, I mean, he said, "Okay, this is part one. If she needs <laughs> anything else, if this isn't I can gonna go cover it." it. <laughs> but there were DVDs, X-rays, Whoa, really? I mean, medical files like that thick. Like seriously, DVDs. That's yeah. crazy, man. Like little like intestinal. Trail oh, he had like what we did with uh, Danny from the the host, my yeah, of the other show with the laparoscopic surgery video. Like he had the actual footage. That's so cool, dude. Is this enough? Yeah, and and I mean, she was. We were all very impressed with his records. But I get people that come in with like a fax cover sheet that's like been crumpled up and ripped and like <laughs> yeah, right, like written in crayon <laughs> and everything. And they're <laughs> like, awesome. if you look close right here, it says that Back pain. I give me my card went in for this, and now I have this. I can I use this to get my card. And I'm like, if I can't read it, neither can she. Right. You know, I mean, you've got to have something valid. Bring me something valid, you know? Yeah, for sure. And just walking in with, like, a bill that shows you went to a hospital and you owe them money isn't enough uh, either. Does that... Uh, really? <laughs> I've had that one, Those too. are your medical records. I'm sorry. Those are your <laughs> medical receipts. Just because you owe North Valley almost 10 grand <laughs> does not mean you qualify for a medical uh, marijuana card. That means you need insurance. That's what you need. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Bur- no, but actually, if you, if you guys read the chat, I I uh, I had a little problem with uh, some cysts action, and she actually brought that up. She's like, "So you had a penile incision cyst remove or something? How was that?" I'm like, "Totally uncomfortable. About as uncomfortable as you just asking me about that." But thanks. Read the record. Not technically there. conversation like, I want to so, have. So how how is it now? I'm like, it's good. <laughs> Thank Does it you. Bring up some painful memories. No, not at you? all. It's just, it's just weird that, like, out of all this stuff in there that I that she could have asked me about, like, straight for the dick, you know? Well, like, it's got to be doc. the most interesting for anybody. I when guess. Flipping through I don't medical know. records and they see anything that's related to that part of the body, it's yeah. got to stop them, and they've got to go. Hmm. hmm. So, tell me about your penis. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, it was, it, but the whole, like, experience, it was very nice and very professional, like, you know, you call the person back, and you sit in the office with you and the doctor, and she goes over your records, and she asks to uh, have, like, a, a statement written and all that stuff. Yeah, it was really um, good, though. I, I liked it. She, yeah, she's definitely, you know, really good. I also like that she actually talks to people and listens to what they say. A lot of doctors out there right now, they just, you come in... They take your records. They don't even look you in the eye, and they just go, okay, you want to smoke pot? All right. All right. Um, I don't care. I'm making money. All right. Yeah. It looks like you'll qualify. So uh, there you go. Have a nice day. So yeah. That's awesome. That's it. And we, I mentioned this on the other podcast, but what is six to eight weeks, really? Like, what's up with that? It's the state of Montana. When you send in the paperwork to them, basically my understanding of the process is... Person A opens the envelope and puts it in a pile. Uh, Person B looks over paperwork and makes sure that it's proper. It's the Rube Goldberg machine for getting paperwork done. And puts it in another pile. That's awesome. 
person C enters information into computer and sends checks and money orders into the bank. Yep. Person D folds cards and inserts them into envelope and mails them off. This is like a 20-person exactly. process This here. entire process does take six to eight weeks, unfortunately, right now. Um, and that's something that the state keeps saying they're working on and that it's going to get faster and it's going to get better. Well, I would hope so. But honestly, I mean... Might want to give them a drug test, this thing taking eight weeks. Come on. Yeah. I could do I, it in one. Well, and see, the cards in California are so much nicer, too. Like, I could totally wait six to eight weeks if we got the cards from California. Right. Like, the cards from California... This is a piece of paper I could make on my computer. Hey, don't even bother sending me one. I already made it. Thanks. Yeah, the cards from California, I'll they're send like you a driver's copy. You can file it. There's yeah, pictures they're, yeah. on there. There's a website to validate the patient information with name, date of birth, expiration date. Everything you would need to know is right there. Sorry, you're out of focus. Oh, am I focused? No. Pull, put your hand in front and pull it back slowly. Mm, there you go. Am I focused? Yes, you are. Old Indian trick. Whenever camera out of focus, use hand to make use hand. All right. Well, uh, there was. Did you want to talk about this before we get out of here? This uh, Senate candidate that made some tasteless medical marijuana jokes. Of course, I do. What What happened here? Who is this guy? Okay, so he's a a Republican Senate candidate. Dino Rossi. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm not that surprised that it was a Republican Senate candidate. If it was like a Democrat. Uh, then I'd be like, oh, really? Why? So anyways, he made some comments, um, some a series of cliche jokes uh, at the expense expensive medical good. marijuana research and patients. This ought to be good. Um, Is it like the kind of jokes we make about you guys taking eight weeks to get us our freaking cards? <laughs> Well, it was basically, I mean, you know, it was one of those things where, okay, if a scientist works really hard at studying something and you've never been in like a lab outside of high school, right? I don't really think it's too cool to like say that the work they've done means diddly because you don't think marijuana is a valid right who are you substance. what are your credentials to say that this scientist That his work is, you know, meaningless because it's pot. Oh, you're studying pot. I majored in Game Boy, so what? Right, and he actually criticized a federally funded research project at the Washington State University into marijuana's effects on pain effect on pain medication. Right. So if you're taking pain medication and using marijuana, what will happen? Right, right. Makes you dizzy. Right. (laughs) So it was a two-year-long study that was run by a psychology professor, Michael Morgan, and it involved injecting rats with synthetic cannabinoids and opiates in order to find out how to improve treatment for people suffering from pain. Right. Rather than emphasize the need for the research as well as its proven effects, Efficacy, 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 efficacy. He decided to um, go to middle school level humor. He says Washington state taxpayers are tired of their money going up in smoke. (laughs) The bill isn't going to stimulate anything uh, other than sales of Cheetos. No, no, he does have a point. (laughs) That's 
That's <laughs> tasteless, much like your Cheetos. I think Cheetos are tasteful. Um, so he received 148000 in federal stimulus funds from the National Institute of Health, and they actually called him out on it. They were like, okay, dude, we, we're funding you, and we're funding this research, and you want to crack these stupid jokes about it. I don't see how you are qualified or able to make these kinds of jokes. And so they basically put him in his spot, and now um, his spokesperson wasn't defensive but tried to backtrack, saying no judgment was made by the campaign or the validity of the research. Nah. So they're trying to say, oh, they, he wasn't saying anything bad we about We weren't comparing what doing. it to Cheech and Chong or anything. Come on. He's just saying that, no, you know, marijuana is kind of, you know, it. maybe not. Twist it. Yeah. Twist you know. it. Spin it. They're trying to cover his bum. Of course. Well, that's sad. Yeah. It's sad when people that really aren't qualified try to act like they are and take away from the research the qualified people are actually doing. Right. Well, and I mean, the story goes on to say that, honestly, he made a stupid... Kind of a stupid decision because right now, honestly, politicians... You get singled out if you oppose marijuana. If you come out making comments like that or coming out about how fervently you oppose it, you make more headlines than the politicians who just don't say anything about it or, or the politicians who are kind of supporting it. And the politicians well, that get caught in airport bathrooms with ma- other people of their gender, maybe. Ron Paul is a big supporter of medical marijuana, but I usually see him in the news around election time. Other than that, he's not in the news every day about how much he supports it or what he's doing with it, right? And so they were saying that basically it wasn't a very good decision on his part, especially since (laughs) recent polls are showing 81% of Americans are supporting medical marijuana. Uh, Yeah, that's, uh, what's that called? They have a name for that. The majority. Politics. Right, yeah, the majority. That's the majority. Huh. How about that? Not a very popular guy. People should think before they speak. Well. I mean, I'm not perfect about that either, but honestly, come on. I'm not a fan of that, but yes. Childhood humor doesn't make it that far. Not when you're that position. Now, if you're doing a podcast, sure. Why not? But if you're, you know, if you're doing politicky type things, then right, we're not politicians. Play the part, you know. Exactly. We're, not poli- we're kind of expected to make those kinds of. That's right. Comments. She's gonna leave here. I'm gonna get stoned and jerk off and go to bed. Like I can do that stuff because I'm not a politician. You know what? It's not gonna be in the news tomorrow. Oh, this dude from this podcast. Jerked off while he was stoned. Oh, my God. Like, no, it's not because I'm, I can do that. I'm going to go home, smoke a bunch, eat, and go to sleep. There you go. Hey. That's not going to be in the news tomorrow. No. It shouldn't be. Not unless I do better, something hey, really crazy. It better not be. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. If it's in the news tomorrow, I don't know what MDS says he may have a point. Almost all the stimulus spending was a total waste. What's he talking about there? Like the money we gave to the car companies? The bailout money? Or is this something else? Well, I think all that money was a waste. So maybe I vote for that. But I don't think it was a waste for them to use the money for testing because that's kind of a necessary for it. They could have just put an ad in the paper that was like, hey, needed like 20 to 30 people that have been smoking weed since they were teenagers. 
who are willing to take painkillers exactly. for their chronic pain. While okay. <laughs> You're going to give them to me for free? Like I don't have to buy them off the street for ridiculous amounts of money? Cool. And not every person who smokes marijuana eats Cheetos. That's Some right. Of us I don't eat like Cheetos. Fritos. I don't even like those. Similar word, different chip. I don't like those either. I do. So so there. Don't don't stereotype me cuz I smoke pot, I eat Cheetos. Yeah. Not a fan. Mm-mm. Nope. So, uh, Funyuns though those sales oh, will go can we, up. Can we talk about this real quick? You guys, you guys remember the fake weed stuff? <laughs> I love when these stories come out. So another uh, police department here, Cottonwood Heights. Uh, this is in, I have no idea, but they they're trying to get the word out to its residents about the dangers of using spice, the fake weed. No. Right? Uh, spice is sold legally as a type of incense, of course, but Detective Bo Babka says police <laughs> sorry, police are seeing a lot of young people and even adults smoking spice or sniffing it as a way to get high. You should use the adjective desperate right before adults in that mm-hmm. sentence. You're sniffing incense to get high. Awesome. Not smart. Quote. We are seeing overdoses. We are seeing young adults, adults that are going into rehab for this particular type of use, said the, the police. How does that even work? Like, snorting? How does you that take, work? Well, you know how, like, opium incense, right? It has, it's the stick with the stuff on it. So you take all that stuff off and you chop it up into little lines and... <laughs> Whoa! Now we're having well, a party. Hey, run down to Walmart. We're almost out of opium incense. Okay, this proves just... And I'm just, starting to get withdrawals This here. proves just how different K2 is than marijuana That's because you retarded. cannot snort marijuana and feel jack from it. No, probably it not. It has to be heated up, people. K2, if you can snort it and get that off of it, then you shouldn't be using it. Right. Several Utah police agencies have been asking for the legislature to pass a law that classifies spice as a drug similar to marijuana since it gives people a high similar to pot. We shouldn't be basing these drugs on the kind of highs they give you. We should look at the chemicals that make up the drugs. You can't classify Adderall in the same thing as cocaine because they both give you a stimulant feeling you know they're different drugs it's different chemicals it's ridiculous I just think people who I just think the whole K2 thing just need it's it's still silly that's why I get a kick out of stories like this how many people have overdosed on weed Mm, you mean you're seeing overdoses on this well you know I've snorted some stupid stuff like (laughs) pixie sticks sure you know, Smarties, why not? Yeah, I mean, I was a dumb Cocaine, kid. absolutely. Meth, sure, a few times. More than once, I'll tell you that. But, but, but incense? Pepper? Who has the time to even try something Who uses something that like anymore? That? Why? Why? That's awesome. I'm just, I'm, I am very sad right now that those people live here. Babka <laughs> says one real problem they're seeing is people getting high on spice and then driving. He says, under current law, police cannot test a person for using spice, but they will cite someone for abusing spice. <laughs> so, you know, it reminds me of the Spice Channel. Do you remember that? You had, like, 
Cinemax, and then you had like the Spice Channel. It would play the previews if you didn't actually yeah. have the channel. Awesome. That low grade porn network. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Funny, huh? Low grade knockoff of something greater. It's Skinamax. Middle of the this night. This is Skinamax. Spice is the Skinamax of drugs. It's not the real porn, but hey, it'll get you by if you're 12. Sure. If you know. <laughs> Uh, he says, yeah, they can't, uh, they can't test it, but they can arrest you if they see you abusing it. If officers observe them, uh, yeah, using it, they, even then, using spice inappropriately is still only a minor citation. Similar. Using it at all is inappropriate. <laughs> but using spice is only a, a minor citation similar to huffing paint fumes. <laughs> I love how they make that that connection there oh yeah we're we're gonna just treat it like we do when we catch someone you know huffing paint fumes or inhaling gas isn't that way more worse than like smoking pot i had friends that used to huff gas and let me tell you something about huffing gas that no good you no good dude no good Huffing, well, yeah, I mean, not no mess good. you up in a good way. It will, like, no, kill yeah, no. your brain. Yeah, this, like, damage, like, OD-style damage. Like, you will no longer be able to think with that whole portion anymore yeah. at all. I love, like, <laughs> uh, your fake pot is like huffing paint fumes. <laughs> Word. Uh, Babka says, of course, the parents need to be educated on the dangers of spice. Police are also asking sc- uh, stores to voluntarily stop selling it. Yeah, right. Uh, Excuse me. Spice is also sold under many brand names. Black Mamba, Pep Spice, Bliss, Dragon, and Bombay Blue. Coming soon, Scary Spice, Sporty Spice. What's the other one? Spice Girls. Baby Spice. Sure, Baby Spice. Coming soon. Absolutely. Scary Spice. Again, oh God. I stand behind what we say. Just if you want something that feels like weed, get weed. That's all. Just get weed. Get money. Get weed. Get away from me. So, uh, anything else before I, we get out here? You, you want to mention the Roach Market real quick? Oh, yeah. We've got a Roach Market on the 18th. September 18th. That is a Saturday. It is our day-long festival. We still have a few tables available. If you'd like some, go to hotboxpodcast.com slash roach market all the infos there there's an online sign up sheet uh, you can send the $25 uh, table fee to the donate link there or you can send it to our P.O. box it's at uh, slash P.O. box there's a link on the site there uh, real quick if you're gonna send in a check I don't know if we mentioned this already I think I mentioned it on the Facebook group don't make the check out to hotbox podcast I know it's great and all, but yeah, we're probably not going to be able to cash that. So either make it out to me, Matt Lee, or Sandy, and we should be good. Yeah. Uh, just don't, yeah, don't make it out to the hot box. But we thank you guys. And uh, yeah, we're still, we still need uh, some people on some discussion panels. If you're interested, if you know something about growing or about the law, email info at hotboxpodcast.com and get a hold of us. And we'll set you up with the group. And you guys can uh, outline your talk and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, September 18th, this is going down. It's going to be a good time. Some live music, some food, some friends. It'll be good. Very good time. 
So I, by the way, Burger asked if K two shows up in a test. I did a quick little look see loo. Yeah, on does that. it? Um, it will test positive for benzos, but not for really? THC or anything. For benzos, mm-hmm. benzodiazepine. That's weird. That's your uh, that your doesn't valium. mean that's actually in it. That, that just means something in it is testing positive or for causing that. a false positive, right? But so, benzos, that's your valium, your clonopin, clonidine, or no, right. not clonidine, but clonopin. They don't have an actual test set up for it as of now. <laughs> he so. says benzo <laughs> WTF. Ben- and yes, we still have the PO box. 3652 Calspell, Montana, 59903. It's at com slash P-O-B-O-X. That does. You can find it there. So, yeah, that's weird for benzos. <laughs> it's just like huffing paint fumes, you know. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Yeah, not that. Yeah, it won't do anything. Don't no big it. deal at all. If the doctor recommends it, it's safe. Oh, and people are going to rehab for this. You know what else people go to rehab for? Benzos. Weird coincidence? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. So, uh, how's how's business? Maybe, uh, any good. problems? Anything like that? Everything good still? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Of course. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. How's the home life? Everything good? Good, yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah, you know. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Again, I apologize for missing the Saturday show. That will never happen again. Even if I'm sick and dying, I will be here. He lives here, so he kind of has to be. That is true. It just might be him laying like the cat you back might have there to prop while me I'm up. doing the show. Yeah, totally. You have to. He'll prop just me up point for me to do certain things at certain times. That's right. Hit that button. You pretty much know what to do on that end. On this I don't, side, I you do. could do a podcast. I don't know if you could set up the live stuff. I'd have to show you, but I think you could do it after. Uh, yeah, I know how to record. Uh, right. I don't know as far as like, that doesn't yeah. go out to the world though. That yeah. that's these computers. Yes. Yeah, so. I don't know that yeah, side. I do all that. I have to keep some things secret. Otherwise, you guys won't need me anymore. You're like I can do this. Let's kill him. You and Danny, you'll get together and just like murder me or something. But then, who would be in your place? You and Danny. I don't know. <laughs> Sure, you could find somebody. She would do the show with me. She doesn't even smoke. That's fine. I would be talking, and she'd just be like, "That's stupid." Duh, you're stupid. I'm Danny. I hate everything. I'm gonna go cook. (laughs) Not nice. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's cool. She doesn't listen. I can do that on this show. (laughs) You guys want to know something funny? I'm just kidding. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Of course, we do these shows live every Tuesday. And Saturday at hotboxpodcast.com slash live. This is a podcast, so make sure you're subscribed with either iTunes or Beyond Pod if you use an Android or L- Google Listen, any anything that uh, is a podcatcher. You know, make sure you're subscribed to the show. That gives us subscription numbers. And if you use iTunes, write us lovely reviews. The more reviews and ratings we get, the higher up we climb in the whole podosphere or whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, yeah, server bills do. If you guys want to help us pay some bills, this show, like, we do this show out of our pocket. We have our own dedicated server because of how great things are, and that's expensive. So, I think I spend more money on this server than I do on my cigarette and weed habit. So, help a brother and sister out, hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. We appreciate that. And remember, like we said, September 18th, hotboxpodcast.com slash roachmarket. And we got a few more new pictures up in the yes. medical marijuana picture gallery. Look at the bush. It, it is so 
beautiful. That one we nicknamed the beast. It is a beast. I thought it was like multiple plants. That it's is one, one plant. And looking wow. down at the top of it. Yeah. Definitely nice job. Uh, those are you can send us your grow picks at info at hotboxpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, check the gallery. It's at hotboxpodcast.com slash picks. Everything's on the site. Check it out. Uh, show notes. I, I, I think we're done doing show notes. This is a podcast. I've been what do you working, need notes for? Been, what do they need notes for? They I don't need try, notes. But I'm so no. Busy who cares? What do they need notes for? They don't need them. Do you got, does anybody read show notes anyways? Who gives it? Who cares? This is a podcast. Listen, hey, you want to know what we talked about? Listen to the show. How about that? Huh? How about that? Yeah, I would appreciate that because I'm kind of busy, but I'll try to yeah. do them. Hey, you'll have show notes when I get some donations and can quit my job. If How's anything, that sound? maybe we can just like post a bunch of like links to the stories. Here's the stories we did. See ya. Have we a could nice do that. life. <laughs> we could do that, definitely. I'm kind of busy. I'm sorry. That's right. I'll, I'll write show notes for both shows when I can quit my day job, so... I'll make you a deal. Okay. But uh, yeah, other than that, we'll talk to you guys on Saturday for that sure. That was wrong, D-Bud. This coming Saturday. What? Yeah. I was telling D-Bud that was an inappropriate comment. Oh. <laughs> no, you you have to see that bush though, dude. So yeah, huge. that is huge. Now, if we're talking women, should probably trim, trim that stuff. But if we're talking weed, oh. I'm not even going to comment on that because that's inappropriate. If we're talking beer... On. <laughs> Beer, maybe not bush, right? Not so much. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. You can leave us messages for the show, 406-204-4687. You can text me, 406-848-1739. And we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. If you like you like this, this is where, is where you, you need to be. be. <laughs> If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the podcast.